Blog Talk Radio. Don't forget to 
cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood wrap-up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kisser list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and who want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. When you host Papa Dita, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Time for the hot topics. All right. All right. Kettle, you're on deck first. Fire it up. I see. All right. It's hot in here. Mm-hmm. All righty. Federal investigators examining communications between the U.S. lawmakers and the Capitol riots. Okay. Um... They are examining records of communications between members of Congress and the pro-Trump mob that attacked the U.S. Capitol. Um, The data gathered so far includes indications of contact with lawmakers in the days around January 6th, as well as communications between alleged rioters discussing their associations um, with members of Congress. Interesting. Um, It goes on to say, should investigators find probable cause that lawmakers or their staff um, possibly aided the insurrection, they could seek warrants to obtain the content of the communication. Okay. With about 300 people facing charges, the investigation has shifted from the roundup of what law enforcement office um, officials considered low-hanging fruit arrests Mm-hmm. Of people accused of participating in the riot. Okay. I don't like that because they try to downplay it. Yeah. Um, law enforcement officers have used what they call an inclusion list. The list lets investigators see mobile devices that were authorized to be in the Capitol, such as for Congress members and staff. Um, the FBI collection of phone um, metadata and uh, geolocator data. Um, permissible under the federal law, was the subject of multiple lines of questions this week by some senators who pressed FBI Director Christopher Wray to reveal what investigators were doing with the communication and financial data. Hmm. Why are you questioning what the FBI doing? Let them do their job. Makes sense to me. That's what pisses me off. So to me, this sounds like you're trying to um, interject or trying to get involved into the investigation which you shouldn't. Let, let the FBI do their job. Now, you know, I always say the people who have something to hide yeah. are the ones that always want to get in the way. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. If you don't have anything to hide, why are you worried about it? Right. Let them do their investigation. They think let them check all the phone records right. and find all the unauthorized signals that were in the building so they can track down who did what. Right. Maybe they think that the, the number or something is going to pop up, probably, because who's to say they might not have been communicating with them? Well, yeah. it needs to pop up. Yeah. If they were doing some stuff they shouldn't have been doing. Right. Then bring it on. Right. I agree. Because the problem is that if you have 
uh, Congress people who were in communication mm-hmm. with some of these people, mm-hmm. and now they want to sit back and act like their hands are clean. Right. No, your hands are not clean. Right. You're just as dirty as mud. Right, because when they were in the um, Capitol, a lot of the, um, was it senators or the um, congressmen, they were in there. Mm-hmm. Congressmen, that's what it was, from different um, states and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of them resigned. So, um, yeah, I think their hands are going to be dirty. So, and 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 if the FBI tries to push this like down or downgrade it, I say y'all got some fishy stuff going on. There's this, there's a what dead cat on the line, as they say. There it is. Wow. Or something um, smelling fishy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, this is like the beginnings of a cover up. I agree. I mean, if if they can let Jackass Forty Five go, <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, he's not in the clear yet. Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna get. Into he got the, away with a lot. Yeah, but there's still stuff that's coming for him. Right, we're gonna get into the article a little later, but um, it's just it's just crazy. Yeah. So. Well, but um, we'll see. We just have to follow the story. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Just it's I, all gonna come out. In yeah, the they they just need to stay out of FBI's uh, business because <laughs> it's, it's not theirs right now. Let the FBI handle what they're supposed to handle. Absolutely. And uh, keep keep their dirty dirty ass hands out the dish. Keep your hands out. Mm-hmm. Well, in other news, House Democrats have passed uh, election reforms, even though the. Uh, Republicans are trying to change voting laws now. This has been some crazy stuff. So this, a lot of this happened on Wednesday of this week, Wednesday night actually, when uh, the House late Wednesday night passed uh, a sweeping ethics and voting rights package that was actually first introduced back in 2019. Uh, it's called For the People Act of 2021. And the Democrats are saying that this is urgently needed because the Republican-controlled state legislatures are scrambling to change voting rights laws in wake of the 2020 presidential election. Now, that just goes to show you, you're talking about dirty. So because Biden won the election, Mm -hmm. now you've got some of the state legislatures that are all getting together, coming up with new rules, new laws, trying to make it more difficult for people to be able to vote is what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. So this package, the, the People the People Act of 2021, would automatically register people to vote and restore the voting rights of felons. So, of course, they had a problem with that. They don't want mm-hmm. felons, once you come home from doing your time, they don't want folks to be right. able to vote again. Right. I don't understand why. I mean, what, do you think they're going to automatically vote Democratic? What makes you think some of these people aren't going to vote Republican? But they're like, nope, nope, don't want them to have the right to vote. So it would also mandate uh, more than two weeks of early voting to encourage people to vote by mail, and it would expand the absentee ballot drop boxes across the country. They don't want that either and along with other provisions that are meant to address concerns that were raised by various election officials during the 2020 election cycle. So, of course, you know, following 
Trump's loss to Biden, and he did lose, for those who still think he didn't. He did. He lost. <laughs> Suck it up. Republicans across the country have now introduced hundreds of proposals and claims of unproven uh, claims of fraud, voter fraud, you know, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about they want to challenge state-level results in court. And it, it just... I've never seen such sore losers in all my life. Right. I just don't get it. I'm like, okay, you can't win them all. Yeah. Did you think you were going to win everything all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one seemed to really rub salt in, in somebody's wound because they have been tripping. Mm-hmm. And now you want to limit where the those drop boxes, oh, they yeah. want to pull those or either limit them so that it's not convenient for people to be able to go vote and put your ballot in the drop box. You want to cut back on the amount of time that you have to vote early because obviously they don't want you to because right. they feel like early voting led to fraud. Mm-hmm. So in their mind, early voting equals fraud, so let's get rid of that. Drop boxes in their mind equals fraud, so let's get rid of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like they they just want to find any and everything that they think was somehow fraudulent and caused Trump to lose, they want to now pass all these new laws to switch that up so that next time around all of these things won't be in existence. That's that's what they're trying to do in a nutshell. I, I just feel like this is some sore loser stuff going on, but because this is what they do, they make laws, they pass legislation, they vote on stuff. This is their job. Right. So now they're sitting up there writing up all this stuff, and it's not just the, it's not the people here in Washington. Mm-hmm. These are at various state legislatures. Last I heard earlier this week, there was at least 40 states that are passing these laws all over the country. Wow. So as my mom used to say, they're all in cahoots. Yeah. Yeah. To say we're going to shut this down, yeah, make it so that the Democrats will never get control or power mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. Because somehow they think that it's only the Democrats that participate in early voting, <laughs> and it's only the Democrats that use the drop boxes. Right. And somehow all this alleged fraud was done at the hands of the alleged Democrats. Mm-hmm. So... This is how they're responding to it. Right. So, you know, I just feel like instead of looking at secure mm-hmm. all of the places, right. secure the process mm-hmm. for voting to make sure that everything is legit and on the level, right. it's it how you want to respond. Right. So uh-huh. I'm putting all of them on the kiss list. And they probably think that it's going to stop um, um the African American voters, the demographic of people that can't get to these places, it's going to stop them. So it's crazy. It's, it's uh, they got a whole plan. Like, yeah, it's it's just crazy. Well, part of the Democratic plan that they've released that uh, for the People Act, they're also trying to put a limit on political contributions. Oh, because they're trying to. I'd have to look it up to get all the specifics, mm-hmm. but it was basically saying that to create a six-to-one matching system mm-hmm. for political donations up to $200 mm-hmm. for presidential and congressional co- uh, candidates 
who reject large contributions. So I'm not quite sure how that would work, but somehow they're trying to get some kind of grip on how these donations and things work. That's going to be interesting to see that. Yeah, interesting. I just feel like, you know, this is some having a little tan- temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. Like, you just mad because your boy lost, so this is how y'all respond. Who should be on a Papa? This is some Jim Crow bull shiggity. <laughs> he must all well, over again. He must well keep this from the most popping. <laughs> no, but you, you know, um, I, I just, none of this surprises me, you know, because I just, I always say, and I will say until my dying day that I just believe that white folks are the biggest monkey see monkey do people going. That's, they have no leadership, and they've been searching for the great white hope for a long time. Mm-hmm. And Trump allowed them to open up, for example, and just show their stuff. And we we don't just see it there. We see it everywhere. I see it on the highway, you know. I see it in the snow. You know, white guys with their pickup trucks. And everything, you know, that so-called dominant force, you know, they're the fastest riders and the most aggressive people. And they got the snow blowers and the, all the fancy stuff that you need to do whatever, the first ones to do everything. And, it's, you know, it's it's got them so spoiled that they have to keep the other, their so-called other people at bay. They don't want you to come near them because they're so crooked that they don't want you to see just how crooked they are and, and cruise Prove that just over the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. how crooked you are, how much you don't really give a damn, and their own white constituencies don't even see how horrible their own leaders are. That's the that's the saddest part about it. It's like mm-hmm. they're blind to the fact, you know, and, and and if your people are blind to the fact, they're gonna just keep. They're first abusing their own people. You know what I mean? That's first, and and everybody else is second. But they're first convincing them and keeping them doped up to keep the lie alive and to keep the, you know, the cult situation going. So it's the ignorance is all all on on that side there. It's you know you can't. I wouldn't give them a drop of credit because they're all ignorant. You know, I'm leaving it that. You know. Anyway. Yeah, they're trying it. Oh boy. All right. Anyway, just uh, just as a segue on that situation, you got this Florida governor. He denies involvement in a vaccine drive. Now, you know, here we go again. You know, I tell you what, I don't care what nobody say. When you are trying to vaccinate a whole society, you're trying to put everybody back in perspective because mm-hmm. you have to come in contact with everybody. Or as they say back in the day, Lottie Dottie and everybody. <laughs> everybody got to be back in the groove. Right. You can't think you're so special. Yeah, I got mine. I got mine. But the girl at the counter, when you put your groceries on the belt, she hasn't been vaccinated. And you right there in front of her. Mm-hmm. Or anybody you come in contact with under a casual base all day. So check this out. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, he's, he's a God knows. Trump. Circle. Trump just pooped him out. He He's one of Trump's <laughs> personal poops. And there's certain people, Scott, the one, the senator, he jumped from governor to senator, and I'm sure Ron Santos is thinking he's going to do the same thing that Scott did. Jump right by, go right past Congress. Mm-hmm. You know, right to senator. 
Right. Because they want to do that too. Because what's the name was never a congressman. Brock. Mm-hmm. Nothing they want to do. Trump's pissed off because Brock did how many years in the White House? Eight. Okay. He's pissed off. How the hell did that that black guy get more time than me? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Ron DeSantis denying that the state had any involvement in a vaccine drive at a at a private gate community. That uh, questions arose about a two hundred fifty thousand dollar donation from a resident to the PAC to the, the PAC. Now you gotta understand that a PAC contribution is not a political contribution. You know what I mean? That shows that goes to the person himself for his for his well, PAC stands for political action. Yeah, committee. but it, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now. But who knows what they do? With let me it. tell you right now. That's not they they say that as a you know but anyway. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's go on. Ocean, Ocean Real Club. They showed on TV the Ocean Real Club. The residents and former Illinois Governor uh, Bruce Rayner made the uh, massive donation to the Friends of Ron DeSantos. Now, <laughs> Friends of Ron DeSantos, there ain't no political stuff right there. It could be the That's Friends. That's what the pack is called. Exactly. Well, it could be yeah. Friends mm-hmm. of Friends of Papa Didi. Mm-hmm. It means that yeah. I wouldn't give you all a dime. So they give it to the friends of Papa Didi. So the hell with red wine and old girl. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so the friends of Ryan DeSanto pack on February 25th after a vaccine drive was held held in January. Okay, the donation makes uh, Rainer one of the pack's top donors. Okay, mm-hmm. now they contributed two hundred fifty thousand dollars. If if somebody gives you two hundred fifty thousand dollars toward whatever cause you got, that's good money. Okay. That's life changing money. Okay. The news of the donation comes as DeSanto was uh, drawing significant criticism from the state, Mm -hmm. helping set up vaccine drives in other in other wealthy communities in Florida. Mm -hmm. Now here's a man trying to and okay now just to pause for a second, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna get into this a little later, Mm -hmm. but they also with the What's it? Uh, the name of the place? For, uh, the, the the vaccine companies. Uh, Johnson Johnson. Pfizer no, and, and Moderna. Pfizer and Moderna. They only want Johnson Johnson. Johnson Johnson is designed for other people. I'll mm-hmm. talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But um, Firma, what's it called? Pfizer and Moderna. Pfizer and Moderna, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, those are the ones that they they setting up. Okay, the census claim. It was a South Florida hospital system, which he did not uh, identify responsible for the vaccine drive, that he was only following suit on what was going on. Mm-hmm. They brought it. They, they thought it made sense to go to the do the 65 plus crowd. And I think it was a smart decision to do that. Mm-hmm. But that 65 plus crowd gave you two hundred fifty thousand dollars, brother. Mm-hmm. And you should have gave it to everybody that was involved. I mean, it was just, you know. Monroe County spokesman, her name is uh, Chrissy Livingsgood, uh, said that they were not aware of the vaccine drive at the time, but identified the hospital system as a most immersive center for Ocean Reef. They they received the vaccines as part of the governor's program to vaccinate communities with a population of 65 plus, with a homeowners association and on-site medical center with the ability to administrate the vaccine. So Livingsgood... she told CNN the allegations were uh, coordinated through Baptist Church Hospital Systems in the state of Florida, not through Monroe County. They've trying to blame on everybody damn else. Anyway, according to Florida Department of Health Statistics, uh, uh, uh. from January 22nd, the vaccine 
at the Ocean Reef Club represented over 20% of all vaccines in Monroe County, which spanned the entire Florida Keys, okay, and part of the uh, mainland Florida. Okay, those statistics also show that at least 1,200 vaccinations reported by the Miami Herald, the Ocean Reef Club had more people vaccinated at the time than eight Florida counties combined. So the whole county, the whole the whole How system was vaccinated. Okay, mm-hmm. and other places were just still waiting for their stuff. Mm-hmm. He, uh, so CNN um, confirmed that there was a vaccine drive at the community through another edition through another uh, edition of the community newsletter from January. The Miami Herald uh, was first to report the donation of the vaccine drive, citing a uh, community newsletter that said 1,200 residents of the community have been vaccinated as of January 22nd. Mm. Okay? Now, 20, January 22nd, 22nd. That's early. Yeah, that was very early. That's very early. That's when it so they got first, in the very front that's of that That's when it first hit, first hit the streets, okay? Mm-hmm. So they pay you for their stuff. Yeah. So Democratic U.S. Representative and for, former Florida Governor Charles, uh, Charles Christ uh, said that the DOJ to investigate Santos on uh, February 21st and whether the vaccine drive benefited Santos' political allies and donors. So that's how things go right now is that Santos is completely full of crap. And, Absolutely. Um, he, he's a mess. Yeah, this and this is the governor of Florida. Yeah. Yep. And he's got it all rigged up. He's and a piece of work. Mm, he don't care about anything. Yeah. So, he, he, he has done one thing after another. He's probably doing what uh, his boy want him to do. He's still his butt boy, I guess. I guess. Uh, I th- I think they're going to live and learn. Um, that's how um, Trump's lawyer, he lived and learned, went to jail, and now he's talking against them. What's the uh, gentleman's thing that was a lawyer? Not Giuliani. But yeah, the other, oh, yeah, the other one. The uh, fix, they call him the fixer. <laughs> yeah, I can't even think of his name right now. And 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 Talks him about him like a dog now. Yeah, and him and um the other chick that he paid off, uh, they can already do something together. Some kind oh, of oh the uh, uh, the the entertainer. Yeah, they can already do something. Or a stripper online or streaming or something. No, or about, uh, Trump like a dog, probably. Hey, <laughs> okay, I can see his face. I can't think of his name, but anyway. All right. Well, oh. that wraps up the hot topics for tonight. Wow. That look that exhausted me, but it's like wow. I mean, there's so much going on. It it's sense. hard to keep up with it all. Yeah, it is. Maybe that's by design, because they figure if you're paying attention to this one, right, you won't be paying attention to that well, one. Trump was good at doing that, you know. Yeah, that's true. The art of diversion. Yeah. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments tonight, hit us up tonight. Nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. And press one. Press one. Cocktail refresh break. And we'll be back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show. This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP Block Talk Radio Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm just saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up. 914 803 4306. Hey, don't forget, they can catch us on uh, Twitter also. And uh, ABJamaParty.com, too. What's the number, Papa? 914 803 4306. I don't know how I got in this studio. Red Wine uh, came in here by himself, and me and Kevin.
channel just happened to come in and catch your steal of airtime. As you, you know, know, we're trying to do my own promo, and y'all just happened to show up well, again. Well, can y'all tell what time? Oh, 9 o'clock Eastern time, 8 o'clock Mountain time, 7 o'clock Central time. No, that's wrong. And 6 o'clock Western time. <laughs> East West Coast time. Right, okay. right. Either way, so if you're in California, California, call us at 6, 6 p.m. 7 o'clock if you're hanging out in Colorado somewhere. 7 o'clock, that's Central time. Now we got it all seven o'clock if you in uh, Okay, it's nine o'clock Eastern. Y'all do the math. Figure out where you are, check your watch. Nine right. o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Right, okay. Check us out. Nine o'clock Eastern standard time. Nine fifteen CP time, right? Yep, that's right. CP time nine fifteen. There you go. All right. All right, bartender. Hey. Bartender. Hey, is that Mr. Love? Hey, come on, Mr. Love, Mr. Bartender. I was trying to jiggle my eyes and my glasses melted. Oh, jiggle my eyes. Welcome back to the John Party One Hills Poppy D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Why, darling? Ooh. Brutal. Oh, right. Uh oh. That was our it. signal for the hitting quitting headlines. Uh, <laughs> we're about to get into that. Okay. So. All right. Well, I think I've got the first one. Oh, okay. My bad. You got it. Yeah, I've got a crazy one for you. Come on, read one. You know, these are the kind of things that just make you shake your head and go, whoop. Now, this one's coming out of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. We've got, let me see, I'm sorry, Mississippi. Mississippi school students assigned, assigned a slave letter writing assignment. Are you serious? I'm trying to get my words right because this is so ridiculous. A slave letter writing activity. 
Oh, am I being signaled again? No, you're good. Okay. A Mississippi school district is facing backlash after eighth grade students were assigned a slave letter writing activity. Eighth grade students in the state's Lamar County School District were given the assignment as part of a history class at Purvis Middle School on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The assignment asked the students to imagine that you're slaves working on a plantation in Mississippi and you want to write a letter to your family back in Africa or another American state describing your life. Mm-hmm. The assignment reportedly followed a presentation that outlined atrocities and negatives about slavery. Now, this was circulated amongst various people in the county and uh the Lamar County School District superintendent, whose name is Stephen Hampton, told the local TV station WDAM, that's appropriate, mm. TV station <laughs> WDAM, told them that the activity was assigned in an effort to show our students just how horrible slavery was and to help them gain gain empathy for what it was like to be a slave. So you're going to tell them, imagine you're a slave out on the plantation. Write a letter back home and tell your family how things are going and what's happening. And where was this? This was uh, in Mississippi, of all places. Really? Really, y'all? The superintendent, Hampton, then stated that the teacher who assigned the activity had a discussion with the school's administrators and that uh, the conversation would continue with the district administration. Then, of course, they gave the usual, we don't discriminate against race. We want to be sensitive to what happened in the past. This is your idea of being sensitive. Was was their main teacher on it? Um, It was one particular teacher who gave this assignment. Say she was white, black, doesn't say. It doesn't say, but I'm pretty sure you can guess. You're right. No sane black person would give this assignment. And no name. No. They didn't give the teacher's name. They gave their superintendent's name. Mm. Superintendent of the school. Yeah. And, he's and not- as a as a side story, a Wisconsin middle school uh, suspended teachers, plural, last month, after students were given an assignment asking them to describe how you would punish a slave. Hmm. What? This is how you all acknowledge Black History Month last month? Mm -hmm. You give them, write a letter home from the plantation? And in Wisconsin, how would you punish your slaves? Could you imagine you as a parent, you, excuse my name, but you get this bullshit sent home in a letter and they saying this went on? Or your child comes home and you ask him, well, what what do you have for homework, uh, Billy or 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 Jane or whatever? Yeah. Um, and they tell you, oh, I have to write a plantation letter, and I have to write another. My other project is to uh, write about how I would discipline my slaves. The parent would be like, I would go to that school and set it off. <laughs> <laughs> set it uh, off. That's, that's all I'm saying on that. First of all, wouldn't he talk to damn damn teacher because she's a peon? Yeah. Give me that mf that, that superintendent. That superintendent. And I'm not leaving until I talk to his ass. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
Um, that's just ridiculous. That's beyond ridiculous. Mm. That is insensitive. It is insulting. And it's 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 almost like a racial slur. I mean, it's like, you know. Oh, it's even worse than that. Ooh. I would have been less offended. Mm. But then again, no, that's not even true. Because I saw another one about some teachers. Mm. And these were teachers mm-hmm. who were standing out there with these giant, like, scrabble tiles, mm-hmm. spelling out the word coons. What was that about? Mm. I'm like, what? what is happening here? Mm. Y'all think this stuff is funny? You think it's cute? Mm. 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 I guess so. I, I guess I, I think you got a point, dear. They think it's funny. Papa's too quiet. I guess he's he going to get into the level for the city, I'm quite sure, Ooh. on his segment. I, I got to <laughs> let it go. This kind of stuff is really, You got any really. comment before I go to the next uh, story? Uh, something? Uh, go ahead. I'll put the bullets in the chamber. Go on. I'm good. Woo. I'm good. Okay. I'd have been up in that school mm. setting that joint off. Mm. 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 Anybody out there, y'all, y'all got some comments on that, please call. I would have been on WDAM. 803-4306. Please call us to give some comments. Um, okay. Segway into this crazy ass here. Excuse my lamp. Just cussing up a storm today. Um, Trump served with lawsuit uh, accusing him of breaking the KKK laws. Okay. <laughs> 45 has been served a civil rights lawsuit accusing him of citing the um, Capitol riot along with Rudy Giuliani, uh, the quote-unquote the Proud Boys and other far-right groups. Um, the lawsuit alleges that Mr. Trump and Giuliani incited um, a crowd of thousands to descend upon the Capitol, this on January 6th, to disrupt Congress, uh, while the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers a far-right militant um, made up of former police and soldiers spearheaded the assault. Okay. Um, they are also accused of violating the um, KKK Act of 1871 intended to protect lawmakers against conspiracies through violence and intimidation, alleged seeking to prevent Congress from carrying out the official duties. Yep. There's a KKK Act? Yeah, that's a good one. They looked that one up. So that, that Wow. Thompson, the representative of Mississippi. Oh boy. Oh, another Mississippi story. Mississippi second district said that Mr. Oh. Trump's gleeful support of violent white supremacists led to a breach of the Capitol that put my life and that of many colleagues in grave danger. Oh, you scared now because you were in the Capitol when it happened. We must hold him accountable for the insurrection. Mm-hmm. Goes on to say the NAACP CEO uh, Derek Johnson accused the former president of trying to disenfranchise black voters and destroy democracy. Mr. Trump was acquitted, of, unfortunately, of inciting the Capitol riot at the U.S. Senate, but he is facing numerous civil and criminal cases. Mr. Trump's one-time lawyer Giuliani. <laughs> Has also been served with multiple lawsuits in recent months. So, ooh, that freaks you. You're right. It's a lot going on. Mm. Uh, everything going on in Mississippi. I don't want to even go through Mississippi. I don't even want to look at yeah. Mississippi. It's a little risky. Yeah, these people are behind the times. They a hundred years back. I'm still tripping on this KKK law. I, I didn't even know there was such a thing. 
And for it to be named after that, apparently it was about making sure that people, that Congress people were not intimidated by the KKK. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But to be sued because he violated that, isn't that crazy? In this day and time that the lawsuit says you violated the KKK law (laughs) by putting us at risk, from these folk that were trying to storm the building like that. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, that that's that's wild. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give you a little history. It, it says um, I just looked it up. It says the Enforcement Act. That's what it's called. Also called the KKK Act, <laughs> which is the Third Enforcement Act. Okay. Um, is an act of the United States Congress which empowered the president to suspend the writ of habeas corpus to combat the KKK and other white supremacy organizations. The act was passed by the 42nd United States Congress and signed into law by um, President Ulysses Grant. So how come people haven't been enforcing this? That's interesting. They've been terrorizing people for decades. Yeah. Yeah, And that's some shit. So wait, so does it only apply to Congress people, not to the rest of us? That's what it sounds like. Uh, oh, so we're going to make sure that they don't, they don't go through any changes or be intimidated, but sick them on the rest of us. <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Those are our leaders, yeah. Oh, so save the leaders and the hell with the rest of us. Mm, mm, mm. I'm just trying to make sure I understand. Wow. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? Yeah. It's it's I mean, but you know, I guess a lot of these things they don't tell us in history class. You know. Yeah, you're right about that. You gotta go investigate for yourself, I guess, you know, find out what's going on. That's why I don't know. It's 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 just oof over I my think head. They tell us a fraction of a fraction of what what's what is really historical. The yep. rest of it is for us to discover. Mm-hmm. Who's up? Well, one. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to mm-hmm. check this out. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm gonna read a little more tidbit before Papa get into this next story. Yeah, it says using during um, they I guess they reconstructed that under under the Klan Act during Reconstruction. Federal troops were used rather than state militants to enforce the law, and Klansmen were prosecuted in federal court where juries were often predominantly black. What? What <laughs> was I don't mean to laugh, but that just that just blew the top off my head. What year in the Twilight Zone was this? Looks like it was uh when Grant was president. Nineteen fifteen. Hundreds of Klan members were fined or in prison and Hobbes Corpus was suspended in nine countries, South Carolina. These efforts were so successful that the Klan was destroyed in South Carolina and um disseminated throughout the rest of the former Confederacy. Hmm. Wow. So it's, it sounds like they were trying to get well, rid that of the makes, plans. That makes sense, you mm-hmm. know, for them to, to to use blacks as people in the jury because 
the white folks needed to protect their self and their reputation. They didn't want to be seen as sending their own people to jail. So you well, gotta send white, you gotta you. send black people in uh-huh. there. Cause, oh, I'm gonna get them Negroes out of here. This way, if the if the Klan retaliated, they retaliated off the black people they put on the jury. Mm-hmm. This shit was crazy, man. These these jokers, they man, well, I tell you, they maybe think. Maybe it's why they, I'm sorry. Maybe it's they why they come, came after shit. us with the, you know, trying to kill us and all that because they felt um, violated. Yeah, because if they put yeah. their own people in jail, the first thing they, because see, everybody plays off the ignorance. You know, even the, the the leaders of the government said, "Well, put black people in there. Let them let them convict them." And mm-hmm. and and then it showed, they just played off everybody's ignorance. It's a damn shame. And that's so one of my biggest. Went went after some. Um, they would go after the black people for thinking they put them in jail. They found them go guilty. Go after the black people. But but it was a, it was a damn it was the courts that found you guilty. The court that set it up. The court didn't belong to the black people. They were just the jury. Right. You know so. Mm-hmm. So they were just pawns is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And see, a lot of the white people were low-key Klansmen anyway. Yeah. So it would have been very hard to yeah, get them on a jury. They didn't want to be seen that they were against the Klan. That right. too, but, but I'm saying, but you had some of them that were part of the Klan. Right. So it's, trying yeah. to weed out who is and who isn't, they just said bypass all that, put the pawns of black people in the jury seat, and then if the Klan wants to go after them because they're pissed off, it'll just be some black folk that get knocked off. So. Exactly. And they did get knocked off and hung and everything else. Yeah. So they were, what I'm saying is there's another paragraph that Grant kind of dismantled the KKK. It didn't really come back to the beginning of the 20th century. Wow. And they came back with a vengeance. Right, because it goes on. Uh, let me read this last paragraph. We're going to move on. Grant, Grant did not hesitate to use this authority on numerous occasions during his presidency, and as a result, the KKK was completely dismantled um, and did not resurface in any meaningful way until the beginning of the 20th century. Mm. So, uh, wow. that's wild. I would have never known that. This This needs to be brought up to the forefront, just like they do with our... That shitty ass voting act of uh, what was it 1966? Yeah, of for blacks. The whole voting rights act is a problem. Like, why do we have to keep having this redone, you know, revoted on and over and over? Uh, if it's part of the constitution or an amendment or something, then why isn't it just a permanent right thing? Right, because it, it it seems like who, um, what president put into play was um, Johnson. Uh, I believe it was, yes. And so he probably said, okay, it's good for 50 years. Whoever the next president is, y'all have to re-up. What kind of bullshit is that? Exactly. Like you said. I mean, if it's it's right, then it's right. Right. Why is it only right for a certain period of time? And after that, it's like, oh, well, open season. I don't understand. (sighs) All right, we're going to move on. Okay, yeah. It was pissing us off. Yeah. And we could talk about that for a long time. But anyway, I'm going to kick it over to you, Papa Didi. What you got for us? All right. The House uh, passes a police reform bill named for George Floyd. Oh. Now, I remember when somebody says the House passed, that's only the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's got nothing to do battle. with the Senate. It ain't got nothing to do with the President vetoing it and all that jazz. But anyway, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the uh, George Floyd uh, 
Justice and, and Policing Act on a Wednesday night in the uh, in a two, uh, 220 212 vote, ushering in a, seri- a series of police reform measures in the wake of a national uprising against racial injustice and police brutality that was displayed during the George Foreman, uh, not George, excuse me, George Floyd death. All right. Are you laughing, Red One? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. The uh, the political reform bill aims to uh, bolster police's accountability and prevent problem officers from moving from one department to another after being fired from a police department. Yes. Okay, because they just go to another place. Mm-hmm. Where you at? Oh, I'm over in D.C. now. We're using them. Okay, okay, I'm over in, you know, I'm I'm down in Delaware. Anyway, mm-hmm. so um, it's also um within certain police practices that have been under scrutiny at the deaths of black Americans as far as chokeholds and things of this nature. Okay. California represent uh, Karen Bass, a Democrat and former chairwoman of the Congressional Black Caucus, who uh, reintroduced the bill with uh, House Judiciary Chair um, Jared Nadel, who's a Democrat out of New York, said Wednesday morning uh, during a press call that uh, 30 years of Rodney King, 30 years after Rodney King was beaten by police in Los Angeles, we are still trying to uh, transform policies in the United States. And since George Ford, George, I keep saying Ford, wow. Ever since George Floyd was murdered a year ago, there have been over 100 officers involved in shootings. There have been numerous examples of officers not being charged, and et cetera, et cetera, as he said. The reintroductive bill would prohibit uh, profiling based on race and religion and uh, mandated training for profiling, uh, banned chokeholds. Uh, what they call this other car cartel holes and no knock warrants mm. require the use of federal funds to ensure use of body cameras, establish a uh, national police and misconduct registry, amend the uh, prosecution standards for police from withholding uh, withholding and recklessness, recklessness and of uh, information and things of that nature. Uh, legislation was first introduced last year in amidst nationwide protests over racial inequality um, following the, the death of uh, George Floyd, the passing of last congressman um, by a partisan vote was uh, 236 to 181. So in the Senate, Republicans proposed other bills on the issue, like uh, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina. He's a black guy who uh, sells out. America every damn day as a senator. He's a Republican. And he introduced the Justice Act, which shares uh, components of the George Floyd uh, Justice and Political Acts. And Senator Paul Rand, who is the biggest jerk off on the planet, and he introduced uh, the the Justice of uh, Breonna Taylor Act to ban uh, no-knock warrants. So between Rand, who needs to put some carefree curl on that fucking Jerry girl he wears, uh, uh, uh. and uh, you know, it's just a mess. But I mean, if the bill, I, I well, I didn't read it, so I don't know what all was contained in it. But first of all, you said there were like two hundred and twelve people who voted against it. Vote against it, yeah. I'm trying to understand, like, what what is the issue here? 
If you're trying to say police brutality needs to stop, mm-hmm. how is it that 212 people are voting against this bill? Mm-hmm. Like, are you all 212 people saying that they don't have a problem with the way that police are policing? Is, is that what it is? Yeah. Because what are you voting against? Right. I guess so. How you interpret it? I guess. Well. Well, well that's what I'm saying. I didn't read the bill, so I don't know if this is another one of those where they have all this other stuff mm-hmm. mixed in with it right. that makes it problematic. I hope they didn't. So was it 212 to what? They say the vote. It was like 280. No, not 212. Something? It's uh, 236 to 181. Oh, that was the final vote. Against it. Oh, was that the first time it was entered? I don't know. I thought I heard you say. No, they they earlier. won 236 to, uh, well, no, the original vote, I guess, yeah, 220 to 212. Okay. And then they went back and. I mean, that's. Yeah, no, this was this was another there. bill that uh, okay. that Rand Paul and all them put out. And all that oh, with the no-knock warrants and all that. Okay. But that's almost like a half and half. So it sounds like once again people vote against with their party. I just I'm just trying to understand. People have no like, morals and scruples, I guess. I don't know. That's, that's a good question. You know, I really do think that we need to get rid of this party system, and people need to just represent your state. Yeah. You know, don't just let it go. No more with the Democrat, Republican, Independent, uh, Green, whatever. Let it all go. Right. If you get elected to represent your state, you're just one of the people who represents your state. Right, not read a Exactly. Oh, get rid of these affiliations because these affiliations are making Well, making the main thing active. you just said was that the, mm-hmm. the, the key to what you just said was voting. All these people voted then. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why voting is so important is because as long as you get voted in, you got a job. You didn't apply for no application or take no damn interview. You just ran in an election. And if you won, you got it. And that was Trump's problem. Trump thought he was going to win another four years so he can go in there and continue to terrorize and continue to do what he had to do and put things back in some kind of perspective. I think he would have tried to put I, – I, I do believe, personally, he would have been a different president in the next four years. Not a good president, but he would have been different. He would have dropped the bullshit because he was in there learning. Mm-hmm. And then he had an egg on his face. And you see during the last days when he lost it and didn't have anything, this man didn't know what to He hid. He only came out when he had went to preach yeah. to somebody, yeah. being all angry and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that he shows right there that he was out of his own context. Mm-hmm. You know, the shit you do when you're pissed off is nothing that you want to see on video when you become, you know, a little more cohesive to the to the environment. And, and Trump looks back at what he did. I mean, he held up the, the National Guard. From, they could have stopped that shit at the at the Capitol building in a New York minute. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could have stopped it in a New York minute, but he didn't want to do it because he was pissed off with the election. And pissed, he had his own anger going on. Right. You know, the one thing you find out in life, and if you've been in relations with a jealous person or uh, been on a job market with a person who uh, – that has professional jealousy and things like that. You know, jealousy and envy and all that, that's some vicious shit, man. It's vicious. Yeah, it's vicious. Emotion. It's horrible, yeah. you know? And and I've seen people that are so concerned about stuff that they 
They put all that stuff in front of stuff, but sometime when they wake up next morning, they can't even believe what they did, especially with jealousy. My goodness, they'll, they'll see a guy talking to the girl, and he either, he either whoops the guy's ass in the club that night or whoops the girl's ass when they get home. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one to two. I'm just so. saying that I think these political parties have become nothing more than a clique. Yeah. So people get in there and they're like, okay, well, who introduced the bill? Oh, somebody from my clique? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I don't have to read it. I'm going to vote for it's it. It's a job. It's like you, you don't even pay attention to is it good? Right. Is it helping anybody? Is it beneficial for your constituents? Mm-hmm. But because it's part of your clique, one of your people is putting it forward, and they want you to vote. They are they're uh, soliciting you to vote for this thing, and because it's part of your team, your clique, you just go along with it. And because the other team introduced something like that that bill you were talking about for George Floyd, they're like, oh, that didn't come from our team. That was from the other team, so we're not voting for that. Just because it came from the other team. Or it could be a, no. um, a black and white thing. Oh, that's no. a black you know thing. I don't want to. It when could people, be all of that. And I'm saying that, you know, at least get rid of the parties. Cause that's when people say that. A waste of energy. Let me say this here. When people say that Republicans or the way Trump acts about statues he don't want to take down all, and they say they're moving the world backwards. Well, he wants it back because that's when they were at more of an advantage. Sure. Sure. So mm-hmm. now it's time for them to take it back mm-hmm. and cool people out and not, you know, they don't want to give black people power from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's been established, oh, my God, since the beginning of time. So for you to stop blacks from doing anything, because they, they deep down inside know how black folks take over anything they touch. Mm-hmm. That's why they kept you off the golf course and everywhere else. So they've seen blacks go in and, and bombard a concert hall, you know, the place in D.C. What's it called? Constitution Hall? Right. How many how many concerts black folks have there? All the time, right? Mm-hmm. So that's become the, the hub for black entertainment, Constitution Hall. And Marin Anderson you know? didn't sing there. Yeah, well. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they bought it. He said, okay, I'm taking my motherfucking ass up there to the... Uh, the steps at the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, and she built to her. And I will out. sing right there. Mm-hmm. Well, you think we're about ready for a cocktail? Yeah, I need one. I'm telling you, my head done pooped off. Okay, well, what you got for us this week? We're going to move over to the cocktail of the week. Yeah. With cattle. Hey. hey how many of you had? <laughs> Only a few. Um, it's called the Cadillac Mojito. It is um, a new and interesting rum. And it's pronounced Salvubre. It's a white rum. So you're going to take one and a half ounces of the Salvubre white rum, one ounce of fresh lime juice, two teaspoons of superfine sugar, ten mint leaves. Oh, that's and a splash of club soda. So we're going to muddle, muddle the mint leaves, lime, and sugar in a glass. We're going to add the rum, ice, and stir vigorously. Top with uh, the uh, soda water and garnish with the mint spread. And this particular rum comes from Bruno Mars. Hey! 
uh, it's a premium. Michael Carrot Magic. Uh, uh, it's a premium U.S.-based rum brand whose aged single estate white and chocolate rums are distilled in Passe, Panama. Hmm. And uh, they have a new reserve out, and that's in a um, a green bottle, and they said that one is sold out. Wow. Yeah, that's like the top of the line, the um, double rate of rum. Interesting bottle. Nice. comes in the white, the chocolate, and it comes in some premium uh, rum. Mm-hmm. About average, about $35. Okay. That's pretty good. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's the cocktail of the week. Cadillac Mojito. With Bruno Mars rum, <laughs> you can get it. So, cocktail of the week brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Thank you for that, Kevin. We're gonna take a quick break. Actually, let's uh let's listen to Bruno on the break. This says his rum, and we're coming back on the other side of the break with Papa Didi and what's popping on the Pajama Party Show. Take it away, Bruno.
Hi, welcome back to the John Party. When he was Papa Didi and he was Kettle. And Hello. Red wine. Woo, bonsoir, bonsoir. Woo, that was Bruno Mars, 24 karat magic. Yeah, you didn't want to get rid of him. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> anyway, it is time for Papa Didi. And uh, what's poppin'? So, uh, what's poppin', Papa Didi? Oh, man, it's always so much crap, you know. I know it is. But what's poppin'? This world is losing its grip. Oh, come on, break it down for us. Well, I tell you what. You know, don't be surprised of the uh, what people are trying to do with elections and, and things like that. Don't even, don't even be surprised. Go ahead, Papa D. Anyway, um, it's not even, don't don't be surprised. I mean, these people have been setting their ways for a lot of years. And that's just what they do. That's how they roll. And you got to understand where black people were in the category of their life. You know, we've always been the second fiddle people that really, you know, had no concern. You know, and they say black lives matter. That's why black white folks get so pissed off when they see signs that say black lives matter because they interpret it so different than what it means. It just means that black folks want to be treated as equals, but white folks look at it like they want we want the edge on them, you know. And and it's crazy because the edge of what? What the hell are you trying to get? You know, long as you're able to breathe on this side of the fucking gravestone, you know, you're lucky, you know. And I don't know what people understand about or or what's going on with anything. People make the world go around, you know. The stylistics saying that shit long time ago. And everybody needs each other for their survival. And and when I say here we go again, I mean like with the with the vaccines. That stuff has gotten so crazily. Uh, I don't I don't even know what to say. Getting an appointment for that stuff is, is just got ridiculous. But the sad part about it is, and we can't even blame white folks and all like that. We gotta just blame anybody who was aggressive to get theirs and not worry about anybody else, you know? You know, county executives, chief of police. Everybody sat there on TV. Yeah, I'm getting mine. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. You know, there's a county in Maryland. I ain't gonna, I'm not even going to name names. I'm not even going to name a Pacific because I don't want to embarrass nobody, okay? But there's a county in Maryland that has a predominant black population predominant black population. This county exec was getting theirs. I'm not even going to say what gender they are because I ain't trying to even put nobody on blast, mm. you know, because that county is black as hell. But this person was on TV getting their shots. And now you go to pull up something in that in, in Merlin at the, wherever, uh, the, what is it, uh, uh, Six Flags or or the, the, the mm-hmm. stadium for the uh, Redskins or, you know, the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. You can't even get an appointment. Mm-hmm. But this county exec got her. She got uh, uh, Let me draw back on that. This county exec got theirs. And, and all their staff did too. Okay? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel protected when other people are unprotected? That's what I don't understand. How do you feel cohesive in the world? You know, the world is full of people, and people is full of the world. 
And the world, travel in the world is almost like dating, you know? Hell, if the shit, if there's a pandemic going on of a, uh, uh, of any aspect that has to do with the togetherness of people, if the other person you want to get together with ain't right, then how's that going to be cohesive to your togetherness you're trying to accomplish? Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you all cure it up. It's almost like gonorrhea, for example, okay? All right, somebody gives you gonorrhea. You go get the penicillin shot in your ass. But the person that gave you gonorrhea, you didn't tell them that they have gonorrhea and they gave it to you or you gave it to them. Whoever, you just got your gonorrhea straight now. So a person's still walking around with gonorrhea. You know what I mean? That's why doctors always say, okay, all right, we're going to shoot you up for this chlamydia and we need you to tell everybody that you fucking laid with, yada, yada, yada. Whatever it may be, yeast infection, whatever. Whatever, venereal, STD, whatever. You're supposed to tell people that you've dealt with so everybody can get rid of it. You know, whether you fuck with them again or not. If you feel like they got a dirty, dirty midsection and you ain't want to fuck with them again, okay, it's showing up. So what? But you got to tell people, everybody got to get it done, is what I'm saying in a nutshell. So everybody out there, like we talked earlier about Florida, Key West, and DeSanto, and everybody got money, got theirs. But what does it do now when you walk in the store or you go to Kroger or a, a Walmart and the black girl behind the counter she didn't get hers? And they done told everybody to take their masks off now, so she took off her mask too. And then he didn't, they didn't give it to you because you got vaccinated, but your little eight-year-old child didn't get vaccinated. So what the person behind the counter gives it to your child? I mean, this is something, the vaccine is something that we all need. Like they say, when you reach, uh, what do they call that term? Hurdle? Oh, herd immunity. Herd immunity. Mm-hmm. Means that the whole herd is cool. You know what I mean? Which means when they say a herd, they mean that a cow ain't killing another fucking cow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the way we are now, we're not ready. Because America took the pandemic and reared their ugly racist ass head in the pandemic like they reared their dirty racist ass and everything else. They just can't help themselves. Everything that goes down, then they bring us Johnson and Johnson. You know what I mean? They say, look, we need something for the Negroes. What you got? How much is it? 30% good? Fuck it. That's all they need. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they throw some bullshit at the Negroes. Oh, damn, one shot. One shot, 25%. What the fuck? You got 75% chance of dying. You know, oh, okay, okay, I'll take it, I'll take it. You know, but you knew eventually there was going to be one of the vaccines that came out that was going to be for the urban district, you know? Mm-hmm. No frills, you know, or, you know, to, and, and it, it's classic. they doing the same thing with that Johnson Johnson thing as they do in the supermarket with bread and milk. And orange juice. You got Tropicana, but you also got some old bullshit Sunny D. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got some, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's always a fucking alternative that motherfucker want to make you drink and taste it. Oh, this is just as good. No, it's not. <laughs> Minute Maid is not goddamn it, Tropicana. Mm-hmm. You hear me? <laughs> Minute Maid is not Tropicana. So, so stop believing that crap. And that's what's going on today. There's always going to be something that comes out that they're going to pump on the black folks and say, yeah, use this here. We can't give you a Pfizer. Nah, nah, y'all ain't nah. We can't waste needles on y'all jokers. And then Johnson just said, yeah, we'll hook we'll up the black. We've been doing it all the time. Talcum powder, fucking Q-tips. Yeah, they love our shit. You know what I mean? 
and in the in Johnson Johnson that we all got on our counters in the bathroom, all they crap cotton balls and what else we've been using for Johnson Johnson, Kotex Modest, fucking Massengill, whatever else they make. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna leave it alone. Go get up let me tell you something about Johnson Johnson too. One more thing. The efficacy Johnson and Johnson was built on slavery, okay? Johnson and Johnson was a company that came out years ago and their biggest thing was cotton. That's why their biggest thing when you remember when you was little? If you're sixty years old and you was little, that was the goddamn sixties and it was always a box of cotton balls. Cotton balls was real popular back in the day, remember? Because they did it with everything, especially when you needed some shit for that, when you got the goddamn poison ivory, and you had to put the, uh, what do you call that stuff for poison ivory, the uh, the little shit that was pink on your ass, they call that shit, what's that picture? Calamine lotion. Calamine lotion, and cotton was picked by cotton for the the use by Johnson & Johnson, the manufacturers, cotton balls, so Johnson & Johnson breeding off of black folks for years, so that company is... Kiss a list to the monkey. Uh, okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm leaving. Let me shut up. Don't get off your soapbox. Yeah. All right. All, All right. right. So there you go. Right. Well, if you if you guys haven't learned nothing, don't about cotton ball. Do your research on Johnson and Johnson. Johnson Johnson, yeah. please. All right. Uh, what are we gonna do, Papa? Uh. Lighten it up. Yeah, yeah you gonna lighten it up, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got the first Woo. one. Gotta give me this crazy shiggity. Okay. Yeah, we back down. We back down south. Florida Uh-oh. biologist finds a live turtle in the stomach of a large mouth bass. Oh no. Um, wildlife. The Wildlife Conserv- um, Conservation Commission said they were catching um, large mouth bass for research when they made a surprising discovery: a little, a live turtle in a fish's stomach. The Commission and Wildlife Research Institute said the biologists were collecting tissue samples from fish that were caught early in the day by an uh, airboat in the Everglades when a member of the team spotted something highly unusual, movement coming from the stomach of a bass. The biologist carefully opens the stomach, and something unexpected is inside, a live turtle. The Institute said in a Facebook post, Live turtles are not something biologists normally find amongst the stomach contents of largemouth bass. The institute said the biologists carefully extracted the turtle from the stomach of the fish and determining that it was healthy, released it back into the water. Well, that's good. What? Released the turtle back into the water. I didn't know fish ate turtles, though. Well, maybe he thought it was something else. It was alive. What do you think it was? I don't know. I mean, fish eat. They want to eat. I thought fish ate fish food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, not in the Everglades. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's down there in that gator water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I, I guess the fish ate the turtle and the alligator going to eat the fish, I guess. I guess. So both of them be live swimming in the alligator's stomach. Huh? That's pretty wild. But yeah. the turtle was still alive? Thank you. Thank God. That's crazy. Yeah, that was interesting. Okay. Well, I got another crazy one. This is in Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania. Going north now. Yeah, going north. Long-time birder 
Jamie Hill, knew he'd come across something rare. The Waterford, Pennsylvania man saw a northern cardinal that appeared to be male on the right side and female on the left side. It was one of the experiences of a lifetime, Hill said, about the bird that was bright red like a male cardinal on one side and brownish white like a female on the other side, Hmm. known as a bilateral, oh boy, (laughs) a bilateral gynodromorph, gynodromorph, he described it as a bird divided right down the middle, half male, half female, mm. and stood out as being pretty unusual. He photographed it, um, and he said it was uh, that the bird was behaving totally normal, mm. but in theory, he said it could it could mate with either a female or a male, depending on which of its hormones were active during mating season. Got a hermaphrodite uh, bird. No, well, a hermaphrodite is a whole nother thing. Anyway, this one was male on one side, female on the other side. So during mating season, depending on which hormones kicked in, would determine who or who or what it would mate with. I've never heard anything like that. So anyway, he went on to talk about how he he photographed the bird and. They were saying that the bird could be fertile since the left side of the bird was female and the only and only the left ovary of a bird is functional anyway. I'm like, really? <laughs> Who knew? Learning something new. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Is it a pretty bird or is it a... It was a pretty bird. Mm-hmm. It Honestly, I looked at the picture of it uh-huh. and... I wondered if this had been photoshopped. Oh, okay. But they said, you know, they had scientists look at it and all, and they said that it is a documented scientific thing. Yeah. yeah. Gynodromorphism mm-hmm. in birds. So the birds do exist. <laughs> yeah, they said this is what happens when a bird is developed that has two different sex chromosomes instead of one. Hmm. So it can happen. Who knew? Freak of nature, but it can happen. Okay. That's why it's the weird news. Mm. All right. What's the weird news tonight? I can't follow that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, in Arkansas, a woman was bitten in the butt by a bear. Mm. All right. Now, this was in, um, I'm I'm sorry, Alaskan. Alaskan, not Arkansas. This happened in Anchorage, Alaska, okay? Oh. Now, these people create this help for taking this fucking excursion <laughs> from the beginning. And an Alaskan woman had a scare of a lifetime when using an outhouse, okay, in oh, the back God. country. Oh, yeah, God. back, who, now, who, this, 2021, who the hell is using an outhouse? <laughs> Give me a break. Oh, Everybody's shitting a hole on the ground. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> now, my question is this here. Now, if you have no outdoor plumbing, oh, does there really need to be a fucking a door? 
god, they probably freezing out there. No, but I'm just saying. In it, Alaska, if no. you have no outdoor plumbing, do you really need a door? <laughs> is what I'm saying. Oh, now you going because if you if you're gonna take yeah. outdoor plumbing, <laughs> outdoor plumbing which has no level of sanitary, has no level of muffling any kind of smell. Oh. I mean, we heard about them when we were younger in the country. Oh. Our our great great aunt, you know, our aunt Reese, up in Accomack, <laughs> Virginia, you know, back in the woods and shit. They had oh. it, but they maintained it. Oh, but, you know, this oh, this boy. crap here in Anchorage sounds like this is just some uh, crap. But anyway, let me read the story. Uh, It'll make God. more sense, okay? Uh, now, anyway, uh, we'll call her uh, Karen or Becky. Okay. Uh, all right. They, uh, Alaskan woman had a scare of a lifetime when using the outhouse in a backcountry, and, and she was attacked by a bear from below. She said, I got out there and sat out there at the outhouse, sat down on the toilet, and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. So Shannon Stevens told the Associated Press. Oh, that's now, Associated Press, this shit that became major international fucking news. Ooh. You're in the outhouse, and now you got international news at the same thing, at the same time? Bit in the butt. That's crazy. Anyway, Shannon Stevens told the Associated Press on Thursday, I jumped up and I screamed when it happened. Mm-hmm. Stevens, her brother Eric, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend mm-hmm. had taken mm-hmm. snowmobiles now into the wilderness. Now, how does somebody go into the fucking wilderness? Mm-hmm. February 13th to stay at his, what they call a yurt, Y-U-R-T, about 20 miles. round dome thing. Who knows? What, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Is a yurt, one. if that was a question on mm-hmm. Jeopardy, I would have got that shit wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It stayed at their yurt, which is 20 minutes away from northwest in, at Haines in the southeast part of Alaska. Okay? Wow. Now, now all this stuff out here, bears own this fucking wilderness, okay? <laughs> You're going out to their domain, acting like you want to get naked. Anyway, oh boy. her brother heard the screaming and went out to the outhouse about 150 feet away from his 42.75 meters away from the hurt or yurt, whatever you call it. There he found Shannon tended to her wounds. Okay. They at first thought that she had been bitten by a squirrel or mink or, or some small. Now, now all these possibilities, you're getting bit by something, and you go out there. A squirrel, a mink. Anyway. Eric, so her Eric, uh, her, Eric, her brother, brought his headlamp, you know, the lamp you put on your head the top of the hat and shit that uh-huh. shines from your head. He brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. He opened the toilet seat, and there he saw the face of a bear looking up at him. You know, and I guess the bear... The bear was inside I guess the, the bear is like, where's that nice ass I just bit? I want not a bite of that or whatever. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, he looked down at the air and he... All right, so once they back inside, they treated Shannon and her wounds... She wasn't that seriously hurt, but they determined that it wasn't that serious, and uh, she was bleeding, but it wasn't super bad, Shannon said. Oh, wait. So I'm just going to be better at looking inside the toilet before I sit down, for mm. sure. That's what she said. But the moral of this story is this here. <laughs> you mean it has one? First of all, get a light in the outhouse. I mean, I know you don't have plumbing, but you can hook up some kind of electricity. I mean, you came there in a, a, in a, a you came there in a motor motor a snowmobile, 
that's modern day. So, hmm. but I mean, Ooh, you know, wait. and that is the place they gotta. And why isn't there some kind of toiletry in the house in 2021? Well, it's that little um, what do you call it? That yurt. It's like a. I'm probably having a restaurant. Like an igloo. It's like a. Yeah, it's like a a dome shaped tent. Yeah. So it doesn't have. Have all that. Um, you know. Well, I mean, and it's almost like you're outside camping in the fucking wilderness. In Somebody Alaska. needs to That's what it is. <clears throat> I'm wondering who camps in Alaska. It's cold People Somebody. live in Alaska. But I mean, but to go outdoor camping, it's they not cold have, everywhere. I mean, they, they have a show of people in Alaska working off the land. I'm yeah, like, uh-uh, but I'm crazy. saying when you go camping in Alaska, that's like you you got to be dying. Is there a Home Depot? That's good. Problem. My, my, my concern was with the hospital. She was badly hurt, you know, but yeah. she wasn't. So, thank you. Well, but you said they attended to her wounds, so she had to show everybody her mm. Well, the you one guy was her brother. He, one was there. her brother, and the other one was his brother's girlfriend. And you know. Well, but it plural said they attended you know to the girlfriend attended to it. Yeah. Uh, the, the guys didn't do shit. You know. But what if the damn bear oh, had rabies? He was living in the fucking alley. Well. They'll know when she starts foaming at the butt. I'm just trying to understand, but, I mean, <laughs> the outhouse thing is in the ground. How in the hell did the damn bear get in the commode? Well, the bear came up it, it from It must have been a raised situation. Well, it must have been a small bear. Well, the bear I... smelled the shit, and to him it probably smelled like food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, okay. what, we call shit, what we call shit to her is the bear calls meatballs. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So I'll take a little so, CC so we can regroup, because yeah. I'm telling you, we talking about that's pretty wild. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back when I'm just saying with, with me, Red Wine, on the Pajama Party Show. You're in tune to the Late Night Adult Pajama Party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of the Papa DDM with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, <laughs> darling. Burrito. Got to get past oh. this weird dude. Burrito. I tell you. Ooh. It's time for, oh, I'm sorry, that's your line. It's time for burrito. <laughs> no, it's, it's time not. for red wine, and uh, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying <clears throat> there's some vaccine trickery going on. I want to talk about that. I know we hit on it a little while ago, but this week, let me talk about this this person. Detroit Mayor Mike Dugan decided not to accept any of the Johnson & Johnson one-shot vaccine for use in Detroit because he said the other two vaccines are better. Now, this is even though the CDC and all the scientists and all the doctors are telling us 
to take whatever vaccine is available. Mayor Dugan says that Detroit is covered by the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, and he says he only wants the best for Detroit. So he's been rejecting shipments of over six and 7,000 vials of Johnson & Johnson vaccine, saying, no, nah, we don't need that. We don't want that. We're going to wait and get the Pfizer and the Moderna. So they've been distributing Pfizer and Moderna. Now, you know Detroit has a lot of black folks in Detroit. So they have been getting the, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine. But he has made the decision for all of Detroit to say, we're not going to deal with Johnson & Johnson unless things become critical and we don't have any other option. So he just, like I said, he's made that choice for everybody. I don't understand how he gets to make that decision for everybody when, like I said, the scientists, CDC, the doctors are all telling us, even though the efficacy rate for the J&J vaccine is, I believe it's either 72 or 76 percent, that's still better than having nothing and risking 100 percent of death. So, you know, you can turn your nose up if you want to, but he's making that choice for everybody in Detroit. Now, he says it's because he wants what's best for Detroit, but I'm still saying, like, how do you get to make that decision? Let the people just get the vaccine, whatever is available, because now it's going to take longer for the people of Detroit to get herd immunity, to get everybody vaccinated, because you want to pick and choose, Mayor Dugan, which vaccines people get. Then let's go down to Palm Beach. We hit on this a little earlier, but they got a whole nother kind of trickery going on. You've got uh, vaccine drives that are being hosted by black communities in rural areas out in the country, out in the farming areas, basically what we used to call out in the sticks in Florida where they're doing these vaccine drives, but guess who's showing up to get the vaccine? Rich white people. Now, these areas are, they're trying to reach what they call underserved. You know, that's a euphemism for usually poor black and brown people. But underserved communities, they don't have internet as much as most people do in bigger cities. They don't have the connection to, you know, being able to make these appointments and all of that. So they're going on word of mouth when somebody says, oh, there's vaccine available. You need to get over to such and such a place and go get your vaccine. Go get your shot. Well, by the time you do, it's already gone. Because by the time the word gets all the way out in the sticks, they've already missed it. And see, the problem is with the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine, remember they have all that crazy refrigeration that has to happen. So you have a shorter window to be able to use it. So once the word finally reaches the country in Florida and you tell them, hey, there's vaccine, because, again, they're not in the whole appointment system. The people way out in the country, they're not making appointments. They're just following the first come, first serve situation so when they get the word they drive however far they have to go because none of this stuff is convenient to where they live they're not like right in the heart of the city 
like Palm Beach. These are places outside of Palm Beach, West Palm Beach. So by the time they get there, that stuff is gone. And now they made the trip for nothing. And, of course, uh, Governor DeSantis, we talked about him earlier, he's not helping the situation any. You know, they, they keep saying that we're doing all this based on, you know, the way that we, we get it set up. He, he's he got a deal set up with Publix, which is a supermarket chain, to facilitate the rollout and handle appointments, et cetera. But it just so happens that uh, Publix gave like 100000 or so to his PAC, political action campaign, so he got all this money from Publix, but then when somebody questioned him, he said, oh, well, them having the contract to handle vaccines and stuff had nothing to do with what they donated. That, you know, it had nothing to do with it. I'm like, really? You think people are going to believe that? This dude is dirty from the time he wakes up to the time he goes to sleep. So I don't believe anything coming out of his mouth, but... As far as these residents and these rural communities like uh, Pahokee, is it Pahokee? Pahokee or Bell Glade, all of these places for them to get to is more than 20 miles away. And like I said, by the time they get the word, the trickery has already happened. So a lot of these people are not getting the vaccine. But for these places that have designated vaccine for the what they call underserved communities, and then these rich white people show up under the first-come, first-served policy, and they get all the shots, this is some bull crap. So as a result, the people who the vaccines were supposed to be set aside for still aren't getting vaccinated. I'm just saying there's some vaccine trickery going on. People just want to be treated fairly. You know, that's all. They just want to be treated fairly. Why should anybody get preferential treatment just because they have money? Because COVID-19 doesn't give a damn how much money you have. It doesn't care where you live. It doesn't care who you know. COVID-19 is taking folk out left and right. And these governors and city officials need to understand that COVID doesn't care, so why should you? Give people the vaccine equally and fairly. Stop doing all of this preferential bull crap because this stuff is going to bite all of y'all in the butt. You keep playing around with it. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, y'all need to stop all this vaccine trickery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't take all that. Vaccine trickery. It is. BT. Exactly. Just give, just give out the vaccines. Right. Mm-hmm. They know good and well those people way out in these farming areas are not in, internet connected and computer savvy. Right. Right about. You've been that. hearing that all over the country that there are people that when you say go online and make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have internet or you don't have a computer or you don't know how to use a computer, you what to, you supposed to do? Yeah. That's interesting. Yep. You're right about that. Mm, mm, mm. It's crazy. All right. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, Papa Didi, you ready for living for the city? I'll take a little CC over. Okay. We can do that. And then we'll get to Papa Didi and living 
for this city on the Pajama Party Show. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. So you can reach us at 914-803-4306. Or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. So call me now. 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WBJP Blog Talk Radio. Waiting to hear from you. Uh, here it comes. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. One here is uh, Papa Didi and me with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. On the Sawai, darling. It's time for Papa Didi and Living for the City. So, Papa mm. Didi, what's happening in the city? Well, you know, you said it all with the uh, favoritism distributions and everything going on. I don't know why anybody thinks they're winning anything. This is not a this is not a chance of survival. This is to put the world back in order. You know, the, the employee needs the boss. The boss needs the employer, you know. Everybody needs each other. You know, the mechanic needs you to bring his car there to get it fixed. And everything else you got going on, both sides have to survive and for the world to be right, you know. But if you've got favoritism and you're trying to do a certain amount of people, I guess you're ready to walk the face of the earth with just your people. And the people you give a shit about and everybody else is curled up dead from the pandemic. And you're going to probably still go to do their damn pockets. As they later did. Anyway. But just to follow up on that, you know, like we talked about earlier, uh, everybody is just thinking that they have to have the edge. And it's usually white people. You know, it's always the case. Don't tell black folks, don't inform them of anything, but while everybody else is in the dark about what to do, they're cutting deals. They're thinking while we're sleeping, I tell you. Now, what if it was a poisoned... Uh, Pfizer that came out, you know, one that was, that was already not good, one that had some tainted with something, you know. I mean, come on, sometimes jumping to the head of the class ain't always the best thing. So I just want to leave it at that, you know, just uh, take your time, try to, myself included, try to get you some kind of appointment to get a shot somewhere, but whatever you can get in your arm, you know, I don't care about the Johnson Johnson thing, although that is the, that is, that is the black uh, remedy, you know. Always one of them that's going to be the one that, yeah, go and take that one. Who knows? It could be, shit, which hazel in the goddamn needle? Who knows? You know, but uh, just get what you can get. That's all I got to say on that. Okay. All right. Do it next week. All right. Thank you, Papa Didi. Short and sweet, yeah. yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I think we reiterated a lot of stuff, though. It's like, ooh. Yeah. yeah whatever is being offered. Santos in Florida yeah. is giving, taking money for it. And, yeah. And he think he's, you know, when they all come out of the nurse, you know, that little area. Yeah. Yeah, we got our sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he got his bank account filled up off of the product he got for free. So that was 100% profit for him, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't like he put together the damn stuff. He just got delivered by the government. He did what he wanted to do with it. Mm. So anyway. I saw that Germany was being particular as well. They said that they didn't want, I forgot which one, 
of the vaccines. They they wanted a lot of people in Germany wanted a particular one, and they were showing how some people showed up when it was their turn to get their vac- vaccine, uh, to be vaccinated rather. And when they found out which one it was, if that wasn't the one they wanted, they were walking away like, nope, I'll come back later. Hmm. I'm like, are y'all serious? But that's that's what some people are doing. But anyway, all right, it's time for the Hollywood wrap-up. Hollywood, oh, boy. With Kettle. You ready? I'm ready. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> All right, let's go into the Hollywood. All right, scene. Kettle, what you got for us this week? Entertainment news. All right, we'll get right into my girl, the long anticipated uh, interview with the um, Duchess and Duke of Sussex. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, Sunday night, 8 p.m. CBS. Uh, Megan and Harry want to be interviewed. This is the most anticipated, heavily spun television interviews in recent memory. Yeah, heavily spun. Yeah. Yep. So, guys, uh, you know what? What they say? Set your DVR. <laughs> people still do that. Well, I don't know. Well, they can. You know, people can always go back to different things. But yeah, this Sunday coming up, uh, 8 p.m. CBS. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, uh, in the news, haven't heard from him in a while. Nicholas Cage ties oh. the knot for the fifth time. Oh, marrying girlfriend Rico Shibata in Las Vegas ceremony. He is fifty-seven. Let me guess, twenty-two. Uh, she is what twenty years his senior. <laughs> okay, not that bad. Then. It's not too bad, but uh, for the fifth time, I guess fifth time a charm. I guess I don't know, but I I haven't seen Nicolas Cage in a while. My my favorite movie, he is his face off. Um, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, fifth fifth time they got married in Vegas. How cute! And I looked him up as far as what he's worth. He's worth twenty five million dollars. So I guess he he want to have something to you know somebody to share his uh, money with. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I ain't mad at him. Um, we have the Grammys coming up, and uh, Trevor Noah he's hosting the Grammys. Hey, uh, long anticipated. Uh, this is his first time, and the event is March the 14th. He said he's nervous, he's scared, but I think he'll do well. You know, everybody likes Trevor Noah. He's a Late night host. Uh, you like him, Red One? Yeah, I do. On yeah. Comedy Central. Yeah. The uh, he does the daily social distancing show. Oops. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. If, funny. I don't know if Papa Didi likes him, but uh, yeah. Uh, he's okay. He's cool. Okay. He's cool. Okay. All right. Um. Huh? I like to take those off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Um, also, Billie Eilish, she's in the news. Pop singer. They have a new documentary coming out um, on her life. Um, it really, it, this documentary centers around her first album. Um, goes into her family life, her and her brother, mother. Because um, she's still living at home, as far as I know. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, 
Youngin ain't ready to get out there. I mean, she's making good money, but Youngin is not ready to get out there in the real world. Yeah. Why pay bills if you don't have to? Right, because I think she's dealt with some mental health also. Because um, she was going to commit suicide. They said she didn't. If she didn't um, get into music, she was going to commit suicide. Wow. I mean, her life was um, really that low at that particular time. So, music really helped her. Um, but this doc should be coming out within the next week. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so it should be pretty cool. And uh, the long-anticipated coming to America too. Yay! The African monarch Akeem learns he has a long-lost son, United States, so he has to come back to America and must return to America to meet his unexpected heir and build a relationship with his son. So, you know, you got an all-star cast. Uh, you got Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, um, a lot of the originals. Um, Leslie Jones, she's coming in. Tracy Morgan. I think Leslie Jones is um, supposed to have been um, uh, Eddie Murphy's lover, I believe. They had the child. So that's oh, okay. that should be interesting. Um, Wesley Snipes, that's my boy. I like Wesley. Um, his father, James L. Jones, John Amos. Um, oh, they're all back. Mm-hmm. Sherry Headley. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And last but not least, this month is Women's History Month. Yay. Oh, um, you have uh, women or one woman that, you know, you want to praise up or whatever. This is the month to do it. I mean, it should be 365, but, you know. There it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was Women's Month this month, March. And that's my Hollywood wrap-up. Okay. Well, thank you, Kevin. That's a Hollywood wrap-up. In fact, I'm sorry, this movie comes out tonight. Oh, uh, coming, coming to America? America? Yes, comes out tonight. Okay, yeah, I believe it's on Prime it. Video. Mm-hmm, you can stream that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Papa Didi, can you tell everybody about the Kiss It List and what that's all about? Guess not. Papa Didi has stepped out. He's getting his ice. <laughs> yeah, on an ice run. Yeah. All right, well, the Kiss It list is a list of people who have shown off, shown their behind. But honey. Yeah, their butt honey this week, and we're going to call them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Kettle, you want to start? I have Trump at the top of the list. Oh, yeah. Um, The Republicans. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Definitely him. Um, this uh, Lamar County, Mississippi, talking about the slave story. Yes. Um, about that Late letter. Time and some yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was in Mississippi, Lamar County. If you guys are down there, stay out of Lamar County. Yeah. Because they ain't got it all right. Uh, also, Blog Talk Radio for messing us up last week. All right, man. Yeah. Put you on the kiss it list. And we also have. Uh, I know you said the Republicans, but I wanted to specifically say the Republicans for trying to suppress the vote. Okay. Because we know whose vote you're trying to suppress. Right. You're talking about this bill that they don't yeah. want to pass. Okay. Right. And uh thought it was somebody else who I can't think of now. I know you say Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. But it was, I think it was somebody else in Mississippi. Yeah, it was, but we mm-hmm. can't think of them now. Mm-hmm. But I think that's everybody for this week. 
Anybody else? That's it? All right. Well, we have a special gift for everybody on this week's Kissing List. And here it is. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. And uh, uh, what was it, the last word? Uh, yeah, we're down to the last thing? word. Yeah, I tell you, I worked hard tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a funny guy. Yeah, it's time for the last word. Yeah, we'll let you go first. I'll tell you, just, uh, you know, just... Look out for the vaccine. I know most people in the, in the of color community haven't got their vaccine yet because just like anything else, we don't know what to do, where to turn, who the hell to call or whatever. It always ends up that way. And then like Johnson Johnson, they send us some old, you know, mixed percentage of crap to just let you get, get by. It's just classic. So if you want to hold out for whatever one you want, that's your business, you know. But um, hopefully there's enough for everybody to go around because it's here just to cure, to cure people. Excuse me. So we'll see what happens. But let's um, go after that vaccine. I'm going to sure go after mine nonstop. I'm serious. All righty. Well, my last word is need to do something about all this vaccine trickery. Everybody needs to be treated fairly and have a good a good shot at being able to get a shot. Make sure that, you know, everybody's treated fairly. So all I'm saying is let's be fair. Everybody wants to get vaccinated. Nobody wants to die from this stuff. That's all I'm saying. What's your last word, Kev? Um, I guess the vaccine thing, huh? that's the biggest story. You know, stay vigilant. Um, whatever city or county you're in, um, check it out. You know, find when you can register and go, and you know, make sure you answer the the application. What's on the application, and um, that's just good. all. You know, get together and go get vaccinated. Don't say, well, that's not for me, but I think we all should, you know, join in and do this because uh, it's, it's important to me. It's important for survival. Yeah, I think we all went and got vaccinated for measles, mumps, rubella, and right. all of those things. Right. That we don't have to die from anymore, at least right. not in this country. So right. this is going to end up being another one of those. So right. So let's not shy away from this. Yeah, let's gotta do. Do do our part, so to speak. Yeah, do your part. Keep your mask on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what I forgot to ask on the kiss it list. Those governors who decided to drop their mask mandate. Mm-hmm. Alabama and who's the other one? Texas. Uh-huh. They were on the kiss it list too. 
You're being really premature. I don't have a problem with the president saying that was Neanderthal thinking. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And uh, also, look, stay out of Texas. And the folks in Texas on the other mask mandates, don't come this way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I don't. I yeah, don't know Alabama, Mississippi, and, and truly stay out of Mississippi. Cause we already told y'all why. So. Yeah, and Alabama is the other one. I think starting next week, they're about to open everything, drop the mask mandates, just like Texas. That's some foolishness. Right. I don't know what y'all, what they're trying to prove. Foolish and reckless and stupid. Anyway, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate your time and attention, and we're going to do it again next Friday. And uh, hopefully you'll join us soon. We're about to get up out of here. Say good night, Papa Diddy. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Cattle. And good night, Boomswah. Until next Friday night, peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Oh, close